everybody. This is Heidi St. John and Dorinda Wilson, and you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. We are so glad that you're here today. This is the last of a series that we are doing on the wonderful responsibility of bringing up boys. <laughs> the wonderful world of boys. Wonderful world of boys. We talked about uh, in the first uh, podcast about this, we talked mm-hmm. about uh, raising uh, boys that actually know that they're boys, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, zero to five. And then uh, the other day we did talking about elementary school and early junior high school. And Mm -hmm. today we really want to kind of finish up, round out the series by talking about teenagers Teenagers. and uh, what it means to to really hang on to your child's heart Mm -hmm. uh, during the teenage years. Mm -hmm. But before we get into it, uh, I want to invite you, if you have not already uh, done this, to subscribe to the Busy Mom blog. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com and click on subscribe. We do a lot of fun things for subscribers there. There are freebies that come out. Often, if we're going to do an event, subscribers get the inv- get the invitation first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of perks to becoming a blog subscriber. And if you would like to subscribe to the Busy Mom podcast via iTunes, we would love it if you would do that. Uh, today's podcast is sponsored by Firmly Planted Family. Firmly Planted Family is the nonprofit organization that my husband and I started many years ago. The idea that we started it with was this premise that families need to be in the Word of God. Um, Many years ago, we started to see a real um, hole, for lack of a better word, in our churches. My Mm -hmm. husband was a pastor for a long time, and we're noticing that uh, Christians, people who profess the name of the Lord and wear the name Christian, don't really know the God that they claim to serve and know. And God wants us to know him. He Mm -hmm. sent his son so that we could have a relationship with him. And we don't do that apart from knowing the word. We wrote a Bible study for families called Firmly Planted, and that's based on Psalm 1, that Mm -hmm. the man who trusts in the Lord is like a tree that's firmly planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and whose leaf doesn't wither and whatever he does prospers. That's God's picture Mm -hmm. of what the person is looks like that. who trusts the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want for our kids, that's isn't right. it? That's right. So if you're interested in checking out that Bible study, it was written with the entire family in mind. So that means you can pick up uh, one book and there will be something in there for toddlers all mm-hmm. the way up to teenagers. I love that. Um, so that your family can study the word together. Yeah. Um, I am also sort of on a little bit of a one-woman crusade. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> to uh, tell parents, don't make this something that you check off, right. you know, like you check off right. chores. Or I know homeschoolers right. do this. You know, we just did science and history and Bible right. and math. Mm-hmm. This is, we want our kids to know this is living water. Right. This is something we do to live. This right. is this is what we need to sustain us. Mm-hmm. And so um, people will ask us, you know, how do you get your kids to love the Lord? Mm-hmm. And how do you get him to walk with the Lord? And the answer is, you don't. Mm-mm. You don't do that. God does that. His Holy Spirit does that. But as parents, we can offer our kids a cool drink of water from the Word of God mm-hmm. every day. And mm-hmm. that's the idea behind Firmly Planted. So I hope you'll check that out. You can find Firmly Planted Bible Studies and the rest of the books I have written at uh, thebusymom.com and just click on the store link, or you can go directly to Firmly Planted Family org and uh, click on the store link there. So I hope that you will go and check that out. Speaking of resources, we are going to be leaving, uh, Drenda and I, links to many of our favorite books on Bringing Up Boys, um, a blog posts that we think are going to be relevant to you. So if you're interested in those, you can find them at thebusymom.com under the podcast category. So if you mm-hmm. want to uh, link back to the resources that we're going to provide for you, that's the place to do that. All right. So I feel like, uh, Drenda, as we as we wrap up this conversation on uh, bringing up boys, that this part of of the parenting process 
these the teenage years, mm-hmm. you know, thirteen to mm-hmm. eighteen, um, is so crucial for these kids. It really their, is. their hearts and minds. You know, I think um, the culture has really lied to parents mm-hmm. about the importance of parenting mm-hmm. through the teenage years. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're told give your kids more freedom and more freedom and more freedom, and then let them go. Mm-hmm. But God's word is so counter to the culture, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The Bible says in Psalm 127 that your kids have been given to you like arrows in the hands of a warrior. Mm-hmm. And when a warrior gets ready to launch an arrow, he doesn't give it more slack and more slack and more slack. Right. He pulls that bow taut mm-hmm. and you want to draw that arrow into in toward your heart and right. have a relationship right. with and, your child. And remember that. That's a very good word picture because tension is involved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. And I'm thinking, yes. There is tension. There is tension. You can have the best kid on earth, Mm -hmm. but that's just um, a time in their life when it's 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 up and down it just is it just is and their emotions people yeah. are surprised at right. you know i've had moms say does your boy do your boys ever cry mm-hmm. yeah yeah they do i you know and i've noticed it even more um as they get older and impending changes are coming mm-hmm. big changes mm-hmm. you know we're going off to college or you know right. um whatever that shift is and i think you know moms can really tenderly come alongside their boys and help give them confidence. I right. think that we have seen um, almost a crisis of confidence in our, in our young men mm-hmm. in this generation, mm-hmm. floundering to know who they are, mm-hmm. you know, who am mm-hmm. I? And I want to encourage moms, and I know you do too, to take their sons back to the Word of God right. and show them who God says they are. Right. Because really it doesn't matter what the world says. It, it only matters who God says they and, are. And God says that He's created them for a purpose, mm-hmm. and He will reveal that to them. And mm-hmm. and I think this is an age where we've really, um, really emphasized them learning to hear from the Lord mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what might His voice be? sound like, like. you mm-hmm. know, what, you know, have, do you think you've ever heard from the Lord? And if you did, mm-hmm. what was it like? Mm-hmm. And let them start to think that way, just mm-hmm. increasing their awareness mm-hmm. for God um, mm-hmm. in their life. Which it, happens when they're so young. You mm-hmm. start out by what we were talking about right. several days ago, which is, you know, when you were making that decision mm-hmm. that turned out to be a bad decision, <laughs> right? was there any point right. that you heard a little voice going, that's not a good idea. Right. You know, I probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And almost always, I would say 99% yeah. of the time, they're going to say yes. yes. And that's when you can bring them back around and say, that's mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's the voice mm-hmm. of the Lord. And I think, I know for our boys, the challenge has been, you know, what, even if they kind of know what they want to do, mm-hmm. um, and it's even harder when they're just not sure yet. Mm-hmm. There's this this feeling of where do I fit in? How is this all going to work out? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I may know what I'm going to do, but this means I have to go to college. What's that? What's that going to look like? What's it going to be like? You Mm -hmm. know, will I have to get a job and what kind of a job? And they have a lot of things Mm -hmm. that they're facing that um, we just really need to be there as Mm -hmm. sort of a um, an anchor for Mm -hmm. them. What I loved, you just read. you're reading something one of, out of Dr. McMeeker's books about yes. um, the importance of just being present. Right. And it doesn't mean, I loved right. it. She was saying, you know, this young man was saying that his dad worked from home and he was a little frustrated because his dad was always on his laptop. Mm-hmm. But he had found confidence in, in, um, and comfort in just being just, where his dad yeah, was. Just being in the same just room with him. Being them. in the same room mm-hmm. with him. And I think, wow, as women... Um, I want to. I want to listen to that, right? You know, because I think we have this expectation that we have to do, 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 do mm-hmm. for our kids, mm-hmm. and really, they need our presence. They do. They need to know. You know, my parents are there if I need them. Right. 
they're going to, they will, they, you know, that, that, that relationship is a priority. Right. And, uh, and our them. son who's in college right now comes home almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. And when he, with and his laundry, tell, with his laundry, <laughs> <laughs> that I make him do himself. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes I'll bless him with a little, uh, doing a few loads, but, yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't expect it, which is great. That is good. Uh, but he comes home and you can just see the relief in his face just to be because home. he's been out in the, in the big bad world in mm-hmm. the jungle of college. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a public college mm-hmm. and, um, or a state college. And he, um, he just, he gets worn down. Mm-hmm. And when he comes home, there's like this, we're, we are a refuge for him. Mm-hmm. We're a place where he so feels, good. has memories. He he feels mm-hmm. confident again. Because, mm-hmm. you know, really he's going out and he's testing so many areas of confidence. And, you know, can yeah. I pull this off? Can I pass this class? Mm-hmm. Can I actually get this degree? So when he comes home, he gets relief from that. And and that's why it's important, I think, to even even when they're supposedly gone away from home, right. to be available, to Absolutely. be there as that as that anchor. And and just kind of gently talking to him and, and asking him, you know, how are things going? Mm-hmm. Is, are there any struggles? Is there anything I can pray for for mm-hmm. you? you know, and then that you kind wait of thing. for an answer and you may not get right. it. Right, right. You wait. You know, so do you know so many of these so many of these boys, especially, mm-hmm. you know, they don't give us the answers that we want. No. You know, they we don't sometimes get an answer at all, short right. of yes and no and right. maybe you know fine fine yeah. <laughs> and you know, for me, you know, I'm always like, thank you to draw this out of you. Right. You know, like, do we have to play this tug of war? Mm-hmm. And then I realize, yeah, we kind of yeah. do. My my yeah. question is always. Could you expound on that? Can you expound on that a little bit? And they don't really want to. <laughs> not o- not and, at the moment sometimes. But so that so that means that when they are ready to talk, you're right. going to be ready to listen. And oftentimes it's 1145 at night. I was going to say, like, oh, be prepared that that on. will be the most inopportune time. And you will have a struggle within you of right. sleep I know. or listen. Right. Sleep or Survival listen. Survival or listen. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's so important. Worth it. It's that worth it to and hear uh, the family dinner table. Mm-hmm. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about this. I wrote about it. I've written about this several times on my blog. Um, just my my strong conviction that um, meal times right uh, can be and should be a centerpiece for family tradition mm-hmm. for um, coming together and talking to right. the kids. And right. we try to eat dinner together as many nights a week as we can. We do too, mm-hmm. and uh, not in like a legalistic way, but just as a lifestyle way. Right. Well, first it saves money. Let's be honest. Yeah, and That's especially sure. when you're trying to feed boys, <laughs> they can eat a lot. They can eat a whole chicken. I'm telling you what. And just to to, um, to engage them in conversation mm-hmm. around the table, mm-hmm. and they may not. We talked about this, you know, yesterday. May, they may not hear everything that you say, but when you go dinner, right, where they come, they come running, <laughs> they come running. I don't, I don't really know, you know, what that's all about. But I think um, one of the things about um, eating together as a family is it creates something fun that they're a part mm-hmm. of. And mm-hmm. I think so often a lot of these boys, when they, um, you know, we've said this before, uh, rules without relationship equals rebellion. Right. And when our kids don't feel like they're a part of something, mm-hmm. you know, really loved and wanted right. part of our family, then the temptation to walk away from the relationship is greater. It and, is. But when it's when they feel involved in something that's fun mm-hmm. and they're a part of it and they're necessary, there's less of a of a compulsion, I think, to rebel against it. Right. Because you right. took all the fun out of it. Right. You know, I mean, you, there's nothing to rebel against. Why right. would they want to rebel against right. that? And so, right. um, and not, you know, again, it's not a promise. Right. 
but I think that the it's, it's a probability a habit. It's a very the, healthy. The stakes habit. Are, are I think uh, the odds are in your favor. They are more if you're developing those healthy habits I with agree. your kids. I agree, and it's just for us. It's just not even. It's not. It's not up for question. We, we're going to eat dinner together yeah. just about every night. They yeah. know what time. Yep. Try to be consistent with the time. You know, summer gets a little weird sometimes. Yeah, it is. But for the most part, we're very consistent about mm-hmm. dinner time and they mm-hmm. know it. And um, and, there, and you're right. Sitting around the table together. Yeah. I, they Sometimes my husband and I look at each other and we're like, did you have anything to say? Because we're not going to get a word in edgewise here because <laughs> these guys are just talking and talking. And I and sometimes I sit sit back and think, you know, I just need to enjoy this because someday it's yep. going to be gone. Yes. And these guys are throwing their themselves out there mm. onto the table for us, just you know, being funny or doing whatever it is mm-hmm. they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just they're they're going to be good memories there. And it's a great time, I think, the the family dinner table to talk about uh, things that are happening in the right. culture. You That's know, to, what we do. To really start current talking events. about yes, current mm-hmm. events, mm-hmm. the truths to continue right. to um, hit home truth to right. your kids because they're living in a culture that absolutely doesn't know right. up from down. That's right. And a lot of times, I will take something to the table with yes, me, I a video or yep. something that we've mm-hmm. I've run across that day mm-hmm. that I'm like, did you guys hear about this? Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? And let them talk. And that leads me to the next thing that we had just mm-hmm. spoken of a few minutes ago before we were in between podcasts. We were mm-hmm. saying. Um, we were talking about um, coaching your team yes. versus the traditional parenting role yes. of a team. Now you're making a transition right. from parenting right. to coaching. To coaching. And mm-hmm. I actually looked up um, some good characteristics of uh, some characteristics of, of a, a coach. coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mm-hmm. husband said, make sure you make sure you look for good coach because <laughs> there are a lot of bad coaches <laughs> there are out there. There are a lot of bad coaches. But you right. know, there are things that coaches do that are really actually helpful to us if, as we're mm-hmm. um, to look at as examples while we're coaching our teens. Yeah. Um, they are a student of their players. Absolutely. They know their strengths and their weaknesses and they're watching for progress. They're watching for regression. They're, they hold them to a standard. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tough when they need to be tough. Mm-hmm. They're tender when they need to be tender. Yes. They push them a little bit sometimes yep. when they yep. need push to be the pushed. Mm-hmm. And so there were just a lot of good, a lot of good characteristics there that um, I think help us think a little differently about how we're going to approach mm-hmm. our teen when, you know, as we're parenting them through the teen years. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's just, it just looks different than mm-hmm. like we just talked about the six to 12 year olds. It's, it's Who different. need a full-time parent. Exactly. And you're transitioning, you're starting to transition around 12 in slowly into yeah. this whole coaching thing. Yeah. And the idea is you want them to own their decisions, absolutely own their life, own their education, own their goals, mm-hmm. teach them how to set goals, teach them um, how to meet goals and yep. and you know, better for them to to make a mistake and fail exactly while they're in your home. It's so and much under better. your under your care right. and under your under your guidance support. And, yes, mm-hmm. and support for them to go out and make you know a catastrophically mm-hmm. bad decision. Exactly, because an employer isn't going to be nearly as nice. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we've we've have coached our kids through a lot of things mm-hmm. at home, and we've mm-hmm. we've been very big supporters of our kids getting jobs while they're still yes. in high school, yes. so that we can go, oh wow. You know, I wouldn't do that at work right. if I was you. You, know? <laughs> you might not want to do that again. You don't want to do. <laughs> and then if they lose a job or they make a right. mistake that gets them fired, exactly, they still have a roof over their right. head. They can, and you can sit down and go, let's evaluate. They're not homeless. They're not homeless. <laughs> and just to to, they know that you're coming alongside them. Exactly. Yeah. These are great thoughts. We, you know, we're over time again. Uh, we, we're trying to, I know, we're trying to keep these to 15 minutes and there's just so many things we want to talk about. But I think well, I want to leave you, uh, if 
you're listening to this today and you're you're raising a teenage boy with this encouragement that your children have been gifted to you. The Bible says they are on loan to you mm-hmm. from the Lord. And mm-hmm. it is really our job as parents to teach our children how to walk in right relationship with the Lord and enjoy your kids. Mm-hmm. You have them for mm-hmm. such a short amount of time. It really is a gift and a blessing and responsibility not to be taken for granted. So get out there and love on those boys of yours. And uh, just and thank God for him, uh, because it really is a gift. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.